The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month, the American Council of the Blind invites you to the land of 10,000 dreams. Welcome to the annual conference edition of ACB Reports for June 2016. The 55th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind will be held from July 1st through July 9th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our preview of this event begins with the convention coordinator, Janet Dickelman. First of all, Janet, where will the activities take place? It is at the Hyatt Regency, which is right in downtown Minneapolis. And our convention theme is ACB Land of 10,000 Dreams because, of course, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. Is that where we were? It is. We were there in 2007, although in 2007 we used two hotels, but the Hyatt has done some extensive remodeling, so they have room for all of us now. The 800 number for reservations is 888-421-1442. Reservation rate is $89 a night and that is for single or double occupancy. You can have up to four people in a sleeping room. Each additional person after the second person is an additional $10. So person three would be 10, person four would be another 10. When you make your reservation, they will charge one night room stay to your credit card. And the tax is 14.3%. Are there restaurants near the hotel? The nice thing about where the hotel is located is there are many restaurants within walking distance. There's probably 20 or 30 restaurants within a six-block walking distance. The hotel does have a restaurant called Prairie Kitchen and Bar, plus a very large bar area. There is also Market Deli, which is open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., And they have a lot of grab-and-go type food, bagels, muffins, little breakfast sandwiches and breakfast bake type things. And then for lunch, they have salads and sandwiches, chips and cookies. And then ACB will also have our ACB Cafe, where we have a limited grab-and-go menu. I've also been working with the Minneapolis Convention and Visitors Bureau, and they sent out an email to all of their restaurant partners, and many of them are doing Braille menus. And on the restaurant list, which I will also send out closer to the convention, we are indicating which restaurants have Braille menus. And we will try to get a copy of each restaurant's Braille menu to have available at the information desk if anyone would like to look at it. Well, let's talk about the convention dates then. We mentioned the reservations, but we haven't really said anything about the dates yet. Our first tours will be on Friday, July 1st. On Saturday the 2nd, we will start with a lot of um, committee and some affiliate programming and some tech sessions. Our opening general session is Sunday, July 3rd. And then our final tours are on Saturday, July 9th. So convention dates are basically July 1st through the 9th. 
we're doing something a little bit different this year with our convention registration pickup. Normally, we opened up Thursday night for registration pickup. We are not going to do that this year. However, for those of you who are going on a tour to the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum Friday morning, there will be the tour list when you board the bus, so you will be able to get on the bus and get your meal ticket. And then registration Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings will be open from 8 to 11 a.m. for pre-registration pickup only. So it's kind of a perk for pre-registering. It is. And then after 11 a.m., anyone can still come and pick up their pre-registration pickup, but that would be the time that you can go to registration if you have not yet registered for the convention, and we'll be happy to assist you with your registration. You can pre-register through Wednesday, June 22nd. Go to www.acbconvention.org, and there is a link to the pre-registration form. When you get on there, it will give you options. You can browse the registration form. You can download a copy of the registration form and look at it, or you can go on in and start pre-registering, so it will ask you to create a username and login. The login that you used in the past, we cannot use that. You have to establish something different. However, this login now will stay with you. So keep your login and password because you can go back into this year's pre-registration form if you need to add anything in, and you will be able to use it in years to come. So you'll create your username and login, then you will get to a screen that gives you a registration introduction, and there's a link for preferences, and that's where you will select your program format and some other items, and then the screens just follow along after that. For those who aren't comfortable registering online or don't have a computer to register online, there is telephone registration available. There is. If you'd like to have someone telephone you to take your registration, just call 1-800-866-3242, which is the Minneapolis office. Leave your name, phone number, and your time zone, and the best times for you to be reached. And one of our registration people will call you back and take your registration over the phone. We will try to get back to you as quickly as possible. Please keep in mind that the people who are doing the registrations are doing this as volunteers. It may take a day or so, or sometimes two, to get back to you. There's some really, really neat tour, and, and some of them are not so much tours as they are experiences to uh, participate in this year. The one that's coming to mind immediately is the uh, balloon ride. We are going hot air ballooning, traveling along the St. Croix River, and you'll be in the balloon for about an hour. I've done it before, and it really is amazing. When the burner is on, that regulates the height of the balloon. It's a little noisy, but the burner isn't always on, which is probably at least two-thirds of the time. And then it is so quiet. You can hear dogs barking from down below. You can hear people talking. And you're, you're over the top of the trees. And there are two sessions of this. One on Monday, July 4th, and one on Thursday, July 7th. The Monday, July 4th session is full but we still have some space available on the 7th. On Friday, July 1st, 
we are going to the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum. This museum is in Walnut Grove, Minnesota. They have a great museum there that has a lot of memorabilia from the books, a lot of antiques, a lot of things from the Little House on the Prairie TV show. And then on the way back, we're stopping for dinner at a place called Turner Hall, which is the oldest bar restaurant in Minnesota. And then we are stopping at a place called Minnesota's Largest Candy Store. They have everything from soda pop. They've got homemade pies. They have bread mixes. They have any kind of penny candy or regular candy you might want. What is it about ACB and candy stores? I don't know, and we are doing our candy tour on Wednesday, July 6th. We're going to a place called Abdullah Chocolate. Talk about the fishing. Sunday morning, we are going to Lake Minnetonka, which is right outside of Minneapolis. We will be in four-person fishing boats, so three people and a fishing guide. And you'll get to be out on the lake for three hours of doing some fishing, and they've got bass and walleye, and have a little fishing contest, so you have your bragging rights. Also on Sunday this year, the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Yes, the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk is Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m. Minneapolis, of course, because of the cold weather, has an extensive skyway system where you can walk around downtown area without having to leave the relative warmth of the building. The walk committee decided to do the walk in the skyways, and that's a great fundraiser for ACB. How about baseball? We are going to a Twins game. We're going to see the Twins play the Oakland A's, and your baseball tour ticket includes $15 voucher for food. Another important fundraiser will occur on Wednesday, July 6th. Tell us about the 10th annual ACB auction. Auction preview is at 6 p.m., and then the auction starts at 7. We will have a cash and carry window there where people can get slices of pizza, chicken nuggets, salads, that type of thing, and we'll have a cash bar. The auction is a great fundraiser for ACB, and we have wonderful items as always. Jewelry always is very popular. Home-baked goods, they sell amazingly. And vacations, lots of technology. We get some donated technology, and there can be some really good bidding wars. Are there any other tours you want to talk about? We're also doing on Thursday evening, the 7th, a uh, concert in the park. There is a group called Minnesota Adventurous Women. They reached out to me and said, we'd like to take people walking around one of the Minnesota lakes and they had talked about Lake Harriet. It's about a mile and a half walk. So then we decided that it would be fun to do it Thursday evening when they have a concert in their band shell. You can walk around if you want with one of these wonderful women who will guide you around the lake, or you can just sit and, you know, enjoy the ambience of the lake. And we'll have uh, dinner catered by one of the local restaurants there, and then we'll get to enjoy a concert in the park. Final Saturday, we are doing a tour to Summit Brewery in St. Paul, and they're doing a special tour for us that will, of course, involve beer tasting, but they're also going to bring out things like hops and malt so you can see what that tastes like and feel and look at. And uh, then we're going out to lunch at an Irish pub as part of that tour. 
And then the final tour on Saturday the 9th is a dinner cruise down the Mississippi River. Children are an important part of the ACB convention. What's going on at the Kids Club this year? Children from 6 up to 13. We're going to have activities every day. We open Kids Club at 7 a.m., and it runs to 5 p.m., so those of you who want to go to breakfast in the morning and don't want to drag your children to a breakfast speech that they may or not enjoy, you can take them to Kids Club, and we're doing things like going to the Minnesota Zoo. We are going to the Mall of America. We are going to a place called the Works Museum that has all kinds of hands-on stuff, so I think kids will love that. If you're bringing your kids to um, the convention, you do have to register for them separately. So get yourself pre-registered now and uh, enjoy that perk of uh, being able to pick your stuff up early before the uh, general registration. And uh, come on up to Minneapolis and uh, have a good time at the ACB annual conference and convention. I hope to see all of you there. Thank you very much. That was ACB convention coordinator Janet Dickelman of Minneapolis. I'm Mike Duke, and this is the Conference and Convention Preview Edition of ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. ACB President Kim Charlson joins us now to talk about some conference program highlights. We begin the convention on Sunday evening, July 3rd, with our evening opening session, and that's always a a fun tradition. There's several things that happen that night that are expected and traditional, one of them being the annual address from the president. That's a big responsibility for me to cover everything that ACB has done over the course of the last year and share all the highlights with the memberships. Then we also, this year, will be introducing our 2016 Leadership Fellows, which is a special program we started this year to identify eight individuals with leadership potential in the organization and through our partner J.P. Morgan Chase, fund them to come to the convention and to develop their leadership skills to then um, begin to work in their local community and their affiliates or at the national level in the organization. J.P. Morgan Chase has been really good to and good for ACB in the last couple of years, too. They absolutely have. They've been a, a fantastic supporter of ACB, and I think they'll continue to be as well. So we're very, very appreciative of their support. The first few days of the program are really focused on speakers and some of the key things that we want to share with the membership. One of our first speakers is going to be the new CEO and president of the American Foundation for the Blind. His name is Kirk Adams. Carl Augusto, who had been with us for many, many, many years, retired recently, and AFB has a new um, leader. So we wanted to give our membership an opportunity right up front to hear and meet and learn about who Kirk Adams is and that we'll be working with him a lot in the future. We also, later in the week, have an opportunity to meet and learn about the new president and CEO of the American Printing House for the Blind. So there were quite a few retirements in 2015-16. Tuck Tinsley was with the American Printing House for the Blind for over 25 years. So his departure really was you know, a major item, and the new CEO and president 
His name is Craig Medor, and he'll be there so that we can get to know him. And the people in Washington State will know of Craig because he was the principal of the Washington State School for the Blind before he started to work at APH. We also have our international guest, and ACB always has someone with an international perspective come and speak at the convention. And this year we have um, Charles Mossop. Charles is from British Columbia, Canada, and he's the president of the World Blind Union North American Caribbean Region. Mitch Pomerantz and myself represent ACB on the World Blind Union. So we're going to hear from Charles, who's a fascinating man. Besides his advocacy work in the blindness field, he is a professional writer. And he's written three novels that have been quite successful. So he'll talk about his advocacy work, he'll talk about his writing, and then there's other sessions during the course of the convention where he gets to get into more detail about the books he's written and other things that he's done in his world travels. Speaking of books, we're going to have Karen Kenninger, the head of the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, on the program, and she's going to update us on what's new at NLS. We're going to have Elliot Greenwald, who's the Deputy Chief of the Disability Rights Office at the Federal Communications Commission, speak to us about where things are with the CVAA, the Communication of Video Accessibility Act, 21st century, and where all the notices of rulemaking are for the FCC and audio description. ACB's done a lot of work in the last um, year on FCC issues and audio description. So that is going to be a very, very important presentation. With a change in administration and an election coming in the fall, there will be changes in our government. So it's the FCC is working very hard to really get some of the changes for the better from the blindness perspective and the audio description availability done right away. So they have a lot to report to us on. We also have our annual presentation of our scholarships. We offer over 30 scholarships to eligible college students who are blind or visually impaired. And that presentation is always very well received to see all the great young people going to college in the fields. That, and doing that some things that you, know, you and I, when we were in school, would have never dreamed of. Exactly. There's just so many opportunities now. It's amazing. We have a panel on what everybody calls WIOA, which is the Work Investment Opportunity Act has a lot to do with um, people's ability to go to school and to get the rehab services they need to prepare them for the working world. And there's new regs with WIOA, so there's a lot for advocates to learn about so that at the local level they can be involved with making sure that their agencies are providing the kinds of services that are necessary. So we talk about introducing folks to all these great speakers, but we're also going to be introducing our membership to a new ACB staff member, Anthony Stevens, or Tony Stevens, um, and he's our new Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, and he's going to have an opportunity in several places, I think, on the agenda to present to the membership, and they'll get to know him and the wonderful work that he is doing on behalf of ACB. 
Wednesday, one of our highlights is to hear from the talking book narrator. And this year we have Martha Harmon Pardee. Her title of her presentation is From My Lips to Your Ears, 25 Years <laughs> as an NLS Narrator. We'll talk about Braille. There's some developments in the Braille world legislatively. And this year was important because um, we transitioned to the Unified English Braille Code in the United States. And the world so, did not come to an end. And it, and it did not come to an end. <laughs> We have a session on pedestrian safety developments and trends that you can't even imagine. Research and reality. Lucas Frank from the Seeing Eye is a nationally recognized expert on traffic and blind consumers and instruction and how blind people need to travel and new developments that are happening in the traffic engineering world that we have to know about that aren't necessarily positive and we've got to make sure we understand what's coming along so that we can make sure we've got the skills and the accessibility to get around our communities. There's some new developments and changes coming along in the traffic engineering world that we're either going to have to really kick up a fuss about and make sure that there's a lot of accessibility to ensure our safety. Let me tell you a little bit about our banquet speaker because that's another highlight at the end of the week. Our speaker is a gentleman named Terry Kelly from Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's a songwriter, storyteller, um, Paralympic athlete, and motivational speaker who performs great music and also has the gift of storytelling and um, will do a, a fantastic speech for our closing banquet that will leave everybody you know, feeling great, which is what you want your banquet speaker to do. Kind of tie all the pieces together and um, sort of embody what the whole week has been about. Friday, the last day when we have our banquet, um, it's also the day when we have business and elections for officers or board of directors. This year it's um, members of the board of directors that will be running for election or re-election and members of the board of publications. And then we also um, debate and adopt resolutions that are policy statements from the organization to guide our staff in the key priority issues that we want them to be working on for the next year. That's an awful lot for all of us to do in a week's time. And I haven't even touched on any of the special interest activities which take place in the afternoon and there's many of those that have fantastic programs and there's also ACB committees that sponsor workshops and trainings and all of this will be covered on ACB radio. You'll be able to listen live or on rebroadcast when we're not in session and then archive issues of you know recordings are available as well. So for those people who can't attend in person, um, we really put a lot of energy and effort into making it possible for people to um, share the convention with us and hear the speakers and listen to all the presentations that we can get um, recorded and made available to them as well. I remember the first time we streamed one 
presentation of one session and now look at uh, where we've evolved to with streaming right. you know a significant part of the entire convention and all of the but general sessions so exactly the general session the, the banquet and and we have a second room this year that will have internet capacity for streaming that's a smaller room where several breakout sessions will be held and different programs so we'll be able to make those available as well on the stream and those usually happen in the afternoon this is acb reports and our guest is kim charlson president of the american council of the blind technology also has a strong presence throughout the conference we also have a lot of support during the convention week from industry in a lot of ways. Um, the technology industry, we've got focus groups scheduled with um, Microsoft will be there, um, Google will be there doing some trainings and demonstrating some new features of some of their products and services. And we also have um, Sprint. They're going to do a focus group. We have Uber that's going to be there doing a focus group and getting feedback from people on um, transportation and accessibility and using Uber. It's really a great way for these corporations to get you know, feedback from real blind people who experience things and can share their expertise with these companies. And it's, you know, it's a, in a lot of cases, it's a wake-up call for them that they didn't think of something, you know. Well, you should have asked a blind person. They could probably give you a really good answer. So where else can you go and have access to so many people on the user experience spectrum? So that's going to be a very popular part of the conference. And again, I haven't even touched on exhibits. You know, we have about 90 exhibitors. Um, and people just go into the exhibit room and you don't see them for hours because there's <laughs> so many vendors to visit and things to look at and things to buy. And you just get lost literally and with so much to do in there. It's, you know, you don't want to come out. There's not a dull moment. And if somebody has a dull moment at an ACB convention, they're not trying very hard because there are so many things going on all the time from seven o'clock in the morning until midnight every single day. And the other fun thing that I've always liked about our convention is we have a daily newspaper. And that newspaper has news about what's going on at the conference and what things are happening and special highlights for the day. And it's in Braille and it's in large print and it's available through email. So it really makes you feel like you know, wow, I've got my accessible newspaper. I want to read it this morning. So that's a lot of fun to have that and just be engaged in all of the things that are going on. Again, I hope that many of you listening will be able to attend. And if you're not able to attend in person, that you will tune in on ACB Radio with either ACB Link or with your computer, or if you don't have a computer, you can listen to ACB Radio by telephone. So there's a lot of options, and I'll let um, Mike give you the number for ACB Radio by phone. That phone number is 605-475-8130. That's 605-475-8130. Your calling plan charges will apply. We've been visiting with ACB President Kim Charlson and Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman about the 55th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. 
Learn more about the conference by going to www.acbconvention.org. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide on side four of the Braille Forum cassette edition and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Send suggestions and comments about this program to reports at acbradio.org. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.